Hi, ladies. So I decided to do a different kind of podcast. Um, I had one not that long ago, and I just went ahead and deleted everything off um, just to start fresh. Um, I, th- I think this would be the easiest way to do it so I won't have to write everything out. Um, so I'm going to share my testimony in parts, and this is part one. Um which started, I'm pretty sure, before December 2005. I'm pretty sure I've dealt with these issues um, when I was a little girl, when I was a teenager. But where it all started for me was um, December, I want to say December the... 12th 2005 um but before I go any further I just want to say that everybody's journey is different everybody's um testimony is different everybody's life is different um my main thing that I used to do back then was really kind of like if this person got healed this way that's how I thought I was going to be healed or if this person didn't take medicine that's what I thought I should do Or if this person, you know, died, that's what I thought was going to happen to me. But everybody has their own unique journey, their own unique relationship with God, their own everything. Not everybody is the same. So this is just my testimony. Um, um, Everybody's different. Um, I would drive myself insane trying to compare myself all the time. And it just made things worse for me. But, um, so I'm going to start when I had my first, first, um, episode, um, my daughter, I had a daughter, she was like one and a couple of months. And then I was pregnant with my second daughter. I, I didn't really feel anything, didn't feel any depression, anxiety or anything, um, I was stressed a lot because I was always by myself. My husband worked nonstop. But other than that, I really didn't. There was really nothing. I And to kind of explain it, um, I didn't have a relationship with God like I wanted to. Like I felt like I was just existing, like I was just there. Um, and I knew God's word. But I really didn't, you know, I was just there. Um, Well, I gave birth to my second child. And a couple of days after that, um, she was a couple of days old. And I ended up going to take a bath. And I had um, like a clot. And... I felt it trying to come out, you know, after you have your baby, you press down on your stomach and it's supposed to take everything out, you know, like let everything come out. Um, And I pushed on my stomach and like I felt like another baby wanted to come out. And I don't know why that was the first thing I thought, but that's what I thought. So I closed my legs tight and I started to scream as loud as I could. And I thought I was literally dying. 
and my husband and my father-in-law you know they my husband rushed me to the hospital my my father-in-law called the ambulance and um uh and then no yeah i'm sorry that's confusing my my father-in-law called the ambulance and um i got taken by the ambulance i'm sorry there's been many a times where my husband has taken me himself to the hospital but um so i am freaking out and i'm trying to keep my legs closed and i'm thinking okay this baby's coming out and once this baby comes out i'm dying so i head over to the hospital and i had to push it was the size of my baby's head i pushed the pushed the clot out and then they let me see it and they released me to go home the same night i come back home and not that long after i was already up walking so we went to the mall i guess on a weekend and i i had my first flashback i was headed into the mall and I start screaming at the top of my lungs. I run back to the car, start to pull down my pants. And I'm telling my husband, like, it's coming out again. It's coming out again. Like, something's there. And that's where it all began. Like, my mind, like, <laughs> I can't even explain the things that I've been through. Um, I'm going to try my hardest. Um, but... That was where it all began. That's where fear completely took over um, my body, my mind. Um, and it's, I sometimes, you know, I sit back and I, you know, I want to just get so emotional because I still have, you know, things that, you know, little episodes that that the devil tries to creep up and, you know, bring me down. But I'm like, man, you know, the devil tore me to pieces. But then I think and I look back and I'm like, wow, you know, I know it was God, but like, I'm so strong. Like, it's made me a stronger person and a wiser person i've i've my relationship has grown with with the lord and um it's been a journey but um that's where it all began so when i um you know come back on here i'm going to tell um the next part like how you know like how it started to affect my daily life, um, my relationship with my husband, um, myself, like everything. So um, stay tuned and I am I will be back. Um, I can't say when, but soon. Thank you. Hello, everyone. I'm back for part two. Um, I apologize in advance. Um, I am home alone, but my dog is here and, you know, I have neighbors and stuff. So if you hear something, I apologize. But um, I'm back with part two. Um, I want to talk about um, what I started to feel. 
So there was no limit to what I started to feel. And I started feeling it instantly. Like the day we came home, like my mind just like thought about it so much. And, you know, since you couldn't see it physically, my husband kind of like, I don't want to say he didn't believe, but I, I guess he didn't understand. Um, We've never been neither one of us ever been through anything like this before so it was new to the both of us so I was trying to figure everything out and my husband was kind of like didn't really think anything was going on so he worked a lot and we were a young couple um we had two small children so while he was at work I stayed home to take care of the kids and it was the hardest thing for me ever. You know, I was excited to be a mom again and I couldn't even enjoy it. I had so much stuff going on in my mind. And not only that, but I felt like I can feel it in my body. Like, um, I can give you a couple of examples. Um, I was scared to eat because I felt like the food was digging a hole through my stomach. I felt like tingly stuff all over my head and like my head was splitting open it didn't hurt but I can feel it split open um I had where I couldn't even shave my legs because it felt so weird I was scared of everything and everything that I did or happened it felt like I was gonna die um and there was no limit to what I felt and during the day I started to get so scared of being alone and I had the two kids. I would call family members up. I didn't care if my husband got upset with me, but I would have them rush them to me, rush me to their emergency room or uh take me to a doctor so that I can get in there and see what's going on with me and once the doctors found out that it was just anxiety, which I never even heard of, um they kind of like got annoyed by me. I remember one time going into the hospital feeling like I was going to die and this nurse got me back there and back then you took off all your clothes, put on the little gown and the doctor looked at me and was like, oh no, you know, make her put her clothes back on. Like he wanted me out of there and I was, I just started crying because I felt so helpless and she felt bad for me and she told me everything was going to be all right. And I I never forget her face. I never forget her. But she sat with me and talked to me for a little bit. And after that, I never went back to the emergency room again. I just felt like I couldn't. But I really wanted to. So um, I had a talk with my mother-in-law, my mom, um, my husband. And I don't know who else was there. Um that I needed to go see somebody or I needed to check myself into um, psychiatric home. And so they agreed and we all had a plan. You know, um, my mother-in-law was going to help watch the kids along with my mom and I was going to stay up there and get myself together because it had gotten that bad. And so I, we went up there and I was about to check myself in and something crazy happened that day a guy tried to escape and then there were so many people just drugged up I just panicked and I couldn't do it so I got home 
And the crazy thing about it is, is that I was raised in the church. I grew up, you know, a Christian. I knew God's word and I never called on God. I just was so fearful that I skipped God and just panicked all the time. So I knew about God, but for some reason I, I couldn't call on him. And so I just said, you know what? No, I got to go home. I got to be with my girls. I got to do this. And I struggled for a very long time, a very, very long time. Um, but I still took care of my kids. I still got up, you know, with all the fear in my body. I still got up. I still made bottles. I still changed. I still put them on a schedule. Um, but when they would go to sleep, I would cry and cry and cry. That would that would be how I would spend my time, you know, crying and crying and crying. And still to this day, I feel like I should have, God should have been the first person I ran to. But it didn't happen that way. And I felt like that's why, one of the reasons why, like, it got so bad for me. Um... But I continued to do that, and we had to move from home to home with family members so that my husband can work, and they can help me with the kids, and they can they put me on meds. I started going to Texana. I went to um, different doctors. I went to counselors, therapists, whatever you can think of. That's what I did, and the medicine really didn't work for me. And so um, I went through a very, very, very dark stage. I moved in with my aunt. And that's when my fear turned into anger. Because everybody goes through it differently. And my aunt was like, all you have to do is do this. Or, you know, it shouldn't be that bad. Like, my husband started to get frustrated with me. And instead of me, you know, still begging to talk to them... Um, or getting somebody to pay attention to me, I kind of just like got angry and I didn't get like angry where I'm like, I'm angry, but I got angry, like, um, breaking doors down, throwing my husband's clothes out, like just ripping up things, being so ugly, yelling, screaming, cursing, and you name it. So this is where the fear turns into anger. And so, um, tomorrow or Maybe the next day I'll continue with that. Okay, everyone, I'm back. I'm sorry. Um, with Thanksgiving and then my family being under attack by so many different things, um, I haven't had the chance to get back on, but I left off on part three. Uh, well, part two, and now I'm on part three, where I'm going to tell about how um, I would get so angry. Um, so... Um, I live with my aunt and my husband and my kids and her kids and my aunt had already been through and she already had anxiety but hers was different from mine everyone is different like I explained and she had like heart palpitations and you know other stuff she explained to me nothing that I had so she kind of was like it was easy for her to get over um I think she even took medication so um, we stayed with her and my husband would work a lot. As the days went on, it started to get like 
my husband started to get annoyed by it. You know, my aunt started to get annoyed by it. Nobody wanted to hear me. They're like, you're saying you're dying every day. Nothing's happened. Like, why are you always crying? Like, so then I started to get angry, um, very angry, where I would rip my husband's clothes up. Um, by the way, he's okay with me telling my story. Um, I would curse him out. I would pull out a knife on him. I would break things, yell and scream and cry and just go crazy. And then after I would have my episode, I would kind of like calm down and be back to normal. Um, I was still trying to go to like different places like Texana to get help. And they would always just want to stick me on medication. Um, I really don't talk about God because I really never included him, um, which is a sad thing. But I remember one night I got up, my 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 youngest daughter, um, she needed a bottle. So I got up and I made her a bottle. And when I came to sit back down, something in my mind was like, put the pillow over her head and suffocate her. And instantly, instantly, I got up and I started praying and I said, devil you leave my mind I will not do that and I started praying and I just got so scared and I fed her and I went to sleep crying um but that's the only good thing that I can say that um as a mother I never ever ever you know um I feel like I never ever um gave up like I could have just gave up so many times on being a mother and I and it's like they kept me going every single day um but that was my thing like um not saying that my kids shouldn't be here um or that I just had my kids just to have my kids but when I was I wanted to have my third daughter um I kept feeling like I was lonely that I needed to have all the kids so that it can keep me going. But sometimes we try to fill in spaces that only God can fill. I'm so thankful for my kids, though. But, um, yeah, um, this part, I was very angry. And I'm thankful that um, God never, you know, gave me more that I could handle. Um you know, I never suffocated my daughter. I got up instantly and prayed. I never neglected my kids. I never, of course, I never died. I'm here. You know, I never had to, um, I don't know. I, I feel like even though through all the suffering, I could have suffered more and I didn't. And God's hand was on me the whole entire time. And I'm so thankful for him. Um, so then, um, I'm trying to remember because it's so long ago. So then um, we end up trying to get a place of our own, me and my husband, um, just to see how it would be. And it was really hard. The main thing that was hard is that my husband had to work and I was all alone. But I started to journal and I started to try to draw closer to God. So... um I did try a couple of churches, tried counseling, and it worked for a while, but what whatever was in like attacking me was so strong, like so strong, even at church. 
um, everywhere I went. I went through deliverance. Me and my husband ended up getting married because we didn't want to live in sin. Um, but I did try. I did try. And um, so then, um, let me see. So then we 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 end up um I guess we kept moving. I don't know why we kept moving and um I guess I was trying to move and I was trying to have babies and I was everything just to fill in where God was supposed to be there. So um I think I made myself more miserable, but um we end up getting a trailer and we're on our third baby and I'm into church and um um, into the nursery. I'm working in the nursery. Um, well, I'm serving in the nursery and I'm going to church and everything seems like it's starting to kind of get, get, you know, get together. And so then I move forward and I feel like I'm moving forward, but I still feel it and I want it all the way gone. So I'm not happy with just, you know, trying to brush it like under the rug so then um I start to feel like I have to be perfect in order for God to heal me so I'm going to talk about that in the next podcast so um if you haven't listened to part one and two go do that and if you have any questions um feel free to um message me on Facebook at Darla Davila thank you bye-bye